All right, Siege, you ready? I think so. Okay. Uh, your word of the day is navigation. Can I get it in a sentence, please? The navigation controls are out. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. We've given her all she's called, Captain. We're going down. That's my Scottish. Yikes. Let's get some haggis. It's not, it's not bad, bad. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, I wish I could go to the Edinburgh Edinburgh Fringe Festival. What have you that? heard of that? No. Oh, okay. Hey! <laughs> Welcome to the Overtalky Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. There's no time. The theme music ended. You're just I don't know leaving on a, a, cliff, a cliffhanger for me, too, because I don't know what this is. Uh, this is the show where we talk about TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests and maybe music festivals, if that's what it is. I don't know. Uh, nope. This week is just the boys, and we're talking about Plane, the 2023 movie. <laughs> Action-packed thriller. Action-packed thriller. <laughs> okay, what's the what is what is this? Ken, the Edinburgh Fr- Festival Fringe is one of the greatest celebrations of arts and culture on the planet. For three weeks in August, the city of Edinburgh welcomes an explosive explosion of creative energy from around the globe. Whoa, what does that mean, though, still? I don't know yet. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's a ton of small theater shows, so a lot of comedians will go there with some sort of idea, whether it's like a stand-up set or like sketch or per- some sort of performance, and okay. uh, that's how a lot of then like shows get launched, specials get launched, uh, a lot of, I think, like then also people in the biz go to see what up-and-coming talent has uh going on cool that's awesome when is it uh august apparently all right because you know what you're doing for your honeymoon so there you go i i would love to go except for that like it takes over the entire city so then if you even want to find a hotel or airbnb they're charging like four times what they normally would so it's super expensive yeah i think it's like Hotels get booked immediately once the dates are announced. Oh, okay. It's that Maybe popular. you should just you should just book for like three months worth of dates and then cancel the days that you don't need once they announce it. That's oh, how you just gonna, your way in. I'll just go live in Scotland for a month and, and try to time it around that. Just can't just cancel the days you don't need and you're good. Ever been to Scotland? Uh I don't think so. my family traveled around all all my parents still do, but my family traveled around a lot when I was younger, and I don't remember all the places I've been to, which is uh, <laughs> not cool even the country. Thing. I don't think I've been to Scotland. I've been to Ireland and, and the UK, but I okay. don't think Scotland. And by the UK, uh, you mean England? Yes, England, uh, London specifically. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I have not been either, but I want to go. It seems fun. Yeah, I definitely want to go sometime. It seems like yeah. a kind of bucket list kind of thing you got to do. Yeah. Are you Scottish? No. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on to plane. Yeah, well, how would you get across the uh, the, the ocean to to this festival? I'd you would take fly. a plane. That's right. I'd fly myself. Or, kick out the pilot. Okay. Wow. Interesting. I don't know if you would kick out this pilot though in this movie because we're going to talk about plane and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Captain Torrance, Flight Commander. How can I help you? Fugitive extradition. Oh, is he dangerous? What did he do? Homicide, 15 years ago. Cutting right through the top of the storm. 
Mayday, mayday, mayday. Hellblazer 119, we are dark. Anyone in the air guard, stab it. We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit. They were done somewhere in the Jolo Island cluster. It's run by separatists and militias. The Filipino army won't even go there anymore. I like this guy. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Just the boys this week. And we're talking about Plane, the 2023 movie with Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter. Yeah. You've got Mr. 300 and Luke Cage. That's right. Uh, what more could you want in an action thriller? Not much. I don't, not much. This was great. See, CJ, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone oh, who's boy. never heard or seen the movie Plane what it's all about. Ready? Go. All right. You've got Mr. 300 and Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage is a convict on the flight. Mr. 300 is trying to get home to see his daughter, uh, who's moved far away for college. Uh, Mr. 300 is Scottish. The plane goes through a storm. They get taken down. <laughs> He's Scottish. They, they land on an it's island. Important. They try to, they got to get home. He's got to go see his daughter. The convict and Mr. 300 team up to take down these pirates. To get home safely, and the plane crashed, but it's better now. <laughs> How am I doing on time? I was just gonna let you run through it. Yeah, <laughs> time's up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Directed by Jean Francis Richet. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing all of those names. And written by Charles Cumming and J.P. Davis. Has the director done anything else? Probably. <laughs> It's a this is a big movie, so I would think probably this isn't the first one. He's done Mezrine colon Killer Instinct. Uh, that apparently is a series. Uh, uh, the Emperor of Paris, Blood hmm. Father, One Mal- One Wild Moment. I've, I have not heard of any of these. No, I, I okay. think it's a lot of French films based on some it's, of these other titles. Sounds like it. Interesting. He was born in Paris. Oh, we got a Paris man. Okay, we got a Frenchman. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, so I actually had not heard of this movie before. I Ken, yes, seen you the trailer? Yes, Did we watched the trailer? the trailer together in theaters. Oh, that's why. It, it, like as I was watching, I was like, it seems familiar, but like I don't remember or hear. I didn't see any advertising for it, other I guess other than that one trailer. Yeah, if memory serves, we all laughed when the title came out. <laughs> we saw the trailer and then it went plain. It was like, oh come on, that's, oh, that's yeah, what you're that's calling right. the movie. I remember it being a dumb title, which yeah, is, yeah it's stupid. It's a dumb title. It is a dumb title, but I I love this. I don't know about you. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah, it was it was pretty good uh, for a title of sorry a movie titled Plain, Plain, uh, starring Gerard Butler, who you know is just the token action guy at this point. Yeah. Um, Did you ever yeah. play any like flying simulator games? I have Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator on my Xbox, um, and it's way too hard. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, is this? Do you did you know the like? Is this like a port from a Windows ninety eight kind of thing, or like a fairly no, new? No, it's it's like they're they're new. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's did you what play an old version. Yeah. So my my father had his pilot's license, so he's he's big oh, wow. into planes. And so we had Microsoft Flight Simulator, but it was on Windows 95 or Windows 98 back in the day. And 
I the graphics he, were pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah. Are they like no, roller coaster tycoon yeah, graphics? Barely 3D <laughs> rendered of anything. <laughs> the the ground is just flat. It's just JPEG images. Yes. Um, but I remember as a as a wee boy, finally landing the plane successfully. I I don't think I ended on the runway, but I landed it without it crashing. And my wow. dad uh, made a little like certificate for me. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> good job. Cute. Yeah. Wow. You, you could be just as good as Gerard Butler. In this That's right. Because he doesn't also land on a runway either. So yeah. you got to, hey, whatever works, right? They, they all got there safely. Yeah. Better than crashing. That's right. Yeah. Although things weren't so safe afterwards. No. They landed on Pirate Island. Pirate Island. People are being taken hostage, trying yeah. to be leverage for money even though pretty much no one is anyone on this flight but it doesn't matter yeah there's like what eight passengers on the 14 board. 14, 14 although okay. two died oh, yeah. one was a crew person though spoiler alert sorry yeah. look you know i cj like this movie i think this movie's just fine so it's okay if you don't end up watching it is my opinion i had a great time uh i it also feels like this movie i i feel like people in the airplane industry might like this movie more than your average Joe too. It -hmm. felt like they were really taking time to explain how like, here is a pretty realistic checklist that the pilot and co-pilot have to go through before the, the flight takes off. They really took their time with that. And I like, I found myself entranced by it at a certain point. I like all of a sudden came to and was like, Wait, has it just been 20 minutes of them going through a checklist? Like, <laughs> I feel like normally movies kind of skip over this part, but they're really taking their time. Well, I thought it was funny later on, again, spoilers, but later on they're trying to, after this plane has more or less crash landed, which it landed fine, but they're trying to take off again in this plane. Yeah. And they're trying to go through this checklist again of like a quick safety check of all the plane and see what's wrong. And obviously this plane is not in good shape. Yeah. And Gerard Butler's running around, checking the brakes, checking all this crap. I'm like, You're, you do not have time to do all of this. There's people <laughs> trying to shoot at you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just funny yeah. to me. I wonder if they just get in the zone. They're, they like can't take off without going through there. It's like muscle memory. It's like, I right. can't yeah. take it I off. Don't, I don't remember what the next thing is without yeah. doing these other things first. Right. You're going yeah, through the, the entire sequence. Yeah, exactly. I also love that. So then... When the plane goes missing, they lose all their comms. Mm-hmm. And so the airline has like a general idea of where they might have ended up. But it's a pretty decently sized island. And they even say the Mr. 300 figures it out with his co-pilot that it's like a hundred mile sort of diameter or something like that radius. Yeah, um, they're in the, the Johto Islands. or No, that's that's the Pokemon region. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was the Joho Islands. I think that was actually it. But yeah, so then we we get introduced to this, who I think is like more, he seems like more of a badass than 300 or Luke Cage, is the guy, the sort of like detective (laughs) in the airline office trying to find this plane. Yeah. He's the one like in command and hires a mercenary team essentially to find them. Yeah. I've, I felt like he was like their version of James Bond or something. The guy that's like, all right, listen up, people. We got a play to find. It was like, oh, I think he's the real badass of the movie. 
he is, I, I don't know, that, that whole part was, seemed incredibly unrealistic to me. I, yeah. Meg and I had watched a documentary, and I can't remember what the, like, the flight number was or any details about it, but there was a plane that went missing. The Malaysian flight? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they, eventually they find like parts scattered around islands and stuff. But yeah, they, they, they had like a response to that as well, and that I'm pretty sure it harkened back to it. They may have even called out it in this movie. Yeah, point. maybe. But that was chaos, and this was well-organized, and they had a SWAT team on call, yep. or a mercenary team, ready to go. And uh, not just that, but they gave the mercenary team just a duffel bag of cash to buy their <laughs> way out if they got captured. Yeah. The emergency fund, as they put it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, okay. I, did, I did think it was probably a little realistic, though, when... So you have, like... Uh, James Bond guy try, responsible for finding the plane and then you have sort of just like some corporate cog guy who is looking out for the airline yeah. and they try to take they finally get the comms back working as they're taking the plane off from the island like towards the end of the movie and that guy is like do not put that bird in the air like we will we'll be liable if you all like crash and die and uh-huh. blah 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 and he's just it's like shut the fuck up <laughs> they're going to die anyway right he's only looking out for like the pr optics and stuff like that yeah and then the the badass guy just takes over and he's like okay where are you what do you need right now yeah that was that was cool i liked that Action find me man. somewhere to land we've given her all she's got <laughs> Yeah, there, I mean, this movie was pretty action-packed start to finish, I would say. Um, yeah. Maybe not start, but as I, soon as... I think so, down. yeah. I also loved it. It was very fun for me in the first, I don't know, five to ten minutes of the movie, just clocking exposition that they're going to, like, reference later. Like, yeah. right off the bat, on like, we... It's the pilot running through the airport on the phone with his daughter and then just mm-hmm. right away being like, I haven't seen you in a while. I'm so excited <laughs> to see you. And he's like, no matter what, I'm going to get there. It's like, oh, okay. So no this matter is what, the... you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is his like, yeah, uh, his drive of why he needs to uh-huh. get home, why he cares so much, that sort of thing. And then, yeah, the convict boarding the plane is like, okay, yeah, we can all see where this is going. You're going to team up. <laughs> and like, yeah. But I, I loved it. I, I thought they got to the action pretty right off the bat. Because I'm, of course, including the action being the pre-flight checklist. Just action-packed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Edgy many switches and knobs. Oh, my God. What does this one do? Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. Um, sure. We can include that. <laughs> I, I'm always the Debbie Downer on this podcast. You all know that. The, the father-daughter scenes to me were extremely weak, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was the acting or just the fact that they're in two completely different areas. Like he's on Holland, Honolulu and he's like wherever getting on a plane. I don't know. It was just felt disconnected. Singapore, there. I think something like okay. that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I also, I was thinking to myself, I don't think this movie passes the Bechdel test either because the guess, main yeah. female figures are like the daughter and then the sort of head flight attendant. And I don't yeah. think they ever talk to another female character in the entire movie or yeah. You know what? No, at one point the, 
uh, one of the flight attendants is yelling at another flight attendant to not have unbuckled her seat to go help the guy get his phone or help the guy sit down, and then she dies. So All right, Ken, that right was... there. So they're talking about a guy. <laughs> so she's no, yelling she, at him. She's yelling at the woman to sit back down. <laughs> okay. She's addressing her That's to very... sit down. That's a very weak <laughs> passing grade, I think. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, there's no major women characters other than Gerard Butler's daughter, right? Yeah. And obviously, she's going to be talking about him because she's yeah. literally lounging in a hammock in Honolulu. <laughs> yeah. So. Ah, jealous. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. That might be our honeymoon. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you you guys prefer just like you want a beach just to to sit At least in for, sun. For our honeymoon, that is kind of what we're looking for. Yeah, we want just to relax. Ideally, all inclusive. Yeah. Beach, tropical. Don't have to worry about anything specifically. So yeah, I get that. We'll see. Pampered, yeah. go to the spa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a nice wax. Sure. <laughs> Of my board, so I can hang ten, dude. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, of of the two locales in this movie, you know, Honolulu definitely seems like the nicer one. <laughs> I actually, we've been considering Singapore. It's it's a big like food oh. culture there. God, every time I see Singapore in a movie, it's always like raining oh. or nighttime. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you know. I mean, well, can I hate to bring this to up, you? Just they do have up, nighttime it might be there. Night, it might be nighttime when you go there. So. Yeah. Yeah, fair warning. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's apparently that that's kind of the thing to do. I don't know that they have a ton of like tourist attractions. They have like a botanical gardens and like very cool just like buildings and hotels and stuff, but it's hmm. such a like cultural hotspot because you have all these different countries surrounding moving there and influencing the food and stuff. Interesting. And, and yeah. It's considering there, but apparently it is pretty hot just every month of the year. Oh, really? Like, yeah, that tropically. Yeah, I don't think it ever really gets like. It just kind of stays warm. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. that'd be cool, though. Yeah, it's 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 a possibility. It's a maybe. We still also have not decided. Okay. Are you doing like active research? No, not yet. Yeah. Okay. My uh, my sister is pregnant and is going to be having a baby right around when we're getting married. So we're figuring we're probably not going to want to travel or be away from them for at least a few months after that. So gotcha. Uh, we're not planning yet, but we probably will be soon. But right now we're focused on the wedding <laughs> and just house stuff. So yeah, fun stuff, right? Funs, funs. Oh my god! So yesterday, <laughs> it was total tangent, but. Yesterday, Meg and I, as like maybe the first real big step in our kitchen renovation is yeah. we're putting in a new sliding door off of our dining room. Basically next to where a current door is slash was. And so yesterday, Meg and I worked on removing that door completely. We just had a big open hole in our house for better part of a day. And uh, we had to get this stone sill out from under that too, which ended up actually being easier than I thought, but I uh, was just chiseling away at that and got that out. And then I framed it up and put a exterior plywood on it and got it all nice and sealed and put insulation in. So we're all good, but that was a, that was a big stressor for a few weeks. So when I was leading up to that, I was like, Oh my God, I'm just worried it's going to be open. Yeah. Open just completely. A big hole in your house. Yeah. And then, so it's like, all right, 
we're done with that. Now back to wedding stuff. <laughs> back to wedding stuff. And then next weekend, we're cutting another hole in our house to put in the new door. Nice. So it's just can't, can't keep the house closed up. <laughs> yeah. So you're both like physically and mentally drained, I imagine. Yeah, it's it's nonstop. Yeah, we're both have bad allergies this time of year too. I don't know. It's it's not a, it's not great right now. <laughs> we're getting yeah. through it. Once once this door stuff is done, I'll feel better. And the wedding stuff is we got the invitations out and things are things are moving along there too. So yeah, you got stuff. Once you get stuff booked it feels like a, a little weight is lifted off yet it's like okay everything's confirmed food will happen and yeah. then you get to like the final two to three weeks and you're like okay we got to like confirm everything again <laughs> just to to officially yeah. sort of a, yeah even That's though we already now, signed right? but yeah oof well are you um are you gonna be taking a limo to your wedding are you gonna be taking a plane <laughs> I, don't oh. think that, I don't think i would take a plane the the 10 to 20 minute drive. That'd be badass if you took a plane. Where we live to the venue. Yeah. Or like a helicopter, maybe. Yeah, helicopter, maybe. Yeah. You can splurge. It's your wedding. I don't I don't have any interest in going on a helicopter. Do you? Really? Yeah, no. I've, I I've been so. in a helicopter. Yeah. They're cool. Why why wouldn't why don't you like it? I don't know. I'm scared. And <laughs> I feel like you're so close to like just open air. For some of them, or and I don't know, a lot of freak accidents have happened. I guess I don't know. I feel like you're much easier. You can maneuver much easier in a helicopter than you can a plane. So yeah. I feel safer because of that. No, planes are big and made to withstand way more than helicopters. That's. I mean, yeah. If if uh, if the engine fails on a helicopter, you can't just glide. Yeah, so you're kind of fucked. I, I get it, but I don't know. They're fun. It's cool. Would you ever go skydiving? Yes, I, I really want to go skydiving at some point in my life. Do you? Will you need assistance jumping out of? Like, I know you're attached to somebody, but are are yeah. you? Do you have the willpower to be like, okay, ready to go? Here we go, and jump out the plane. So Damn. I think so. I'm I'm pretty scared of heights when I am like not. I'm not supported. Like there's nothing attached to me. Like if I'm standing on my roof, I'm, I'm a little scared of like going towards the edge or whatever, but yeah, yeah I've done like zip lines and stuff. Like as long as I'm hooked into something yeah. or like, I know that there is, it's going to be okay that I'm doing this and that it's relatively safe, especially when, when I'm attached to someone for skydiving, I think I'll be right. okay. What, what about you? I have an interest in going, but I think, I think it is good that I will be attached to somebody because I think I'll just have to be like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes and then it's up to you to just kind of like push us out the door because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do it on my own. Well, we should do it. We yeah. should do it together. Let's oh, just do man. it. We'll bring our recording set up and just record an episode on the way down. <laughs> really Might quick. be the first time. We could we could make history. Yeah. Nah, somebody for sure has done that already. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Have you seen that um, that one guy who records videos of him? He's like on Zoom at at work, quote unquote. But he has this green screen attached to him from behind, yeah. and he's like going down a water slide. But he has like a fake office in his background. Yeah, those are good. Those are has good. he done a skydiving one? If not, he should. I don't know. Maybe. All right, Siege. I think uh, we might need to talk about how we felt about playing because I think you've already alluded to a bit. Playing. Get to mine. Plane. So it's time for our ratings. Yeah.
Why don't you go first? Okay. Oh, I need you to do it. You go. Uh, maybe I should go. All right, I'll go. For me, uh, Plane is just your run-on-the-mill action movie with a couple of cool plane sequences. It's fine. It's cool. Uh, you know, you can't really go wrong with Gerard Butler and the guy who plays Luke Cage. So it's it's good. It's fine. For me, but for me at least, right? Like it, CJ is going to love it. He's going to give it a 10. I, I see it on his face right now. <laughs> Uh, for me, that on my face. yeah, I'm gonna give it like a 6.5. Okay, it's, it's okay, right? Yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, all right, Siege. Wow, that's exactly what the IMDb score is 6.5. Wow, okay, wow. I'm spot on. I win, I win something for getting that right. For me, I would say this movie is anything but plain. PLAIN. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> It is action-packed. I was on board from the get-go. I had a blast watching this uh, alone at my house. <laughs> it was Same. great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I was on board. I, I was into all of the airplane stuff, the checklists, the, the lingo. That <laughs> sure was like fun. Checklists. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a good time. I think this is at least getting an eight. I, I really enjoyed myself. Wow. I think I'll go with an eight. I, I recommend okay. it. It's getting great ratings. Uh, not on IMDb because nothing ever gets a great rating on IMDb. <laughs> what did it get elsewhere? I didn't do trivia this time, so I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Rotten Tomatoes has a a seventy eight percent for the critics and a ninety four audience score. Yes. What? How how is the audience score and the IMDb score so different? Because the That's IMDb crazy. is filled up with stuck up dorks. That think everything too seriously. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, I think I think the difference may be because you can rate on IMDb in like a star system, right? And on Rotten Tomatoes, th- isn't it just like thumbs up or thumbs down? I think you still give give a score like a you percentage, give like a number of tomatoes or something. Yeah, I think you choose. A, I've never I've never done it. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. We'll figure this out. I'm sure we'll come back to this. Bama Rush has 100% of Rotten Tomatoes right now. What the hell is that? <laughs> Never heard of that. It's a documentary that follows the... Or is it a documentary? Yeah. Documentary that follows the TikTok-fueled phenomenon of sorority rush at the University of Alabama. I'll be watching that for sure. Meg yeah. and I are right now are watching a show that used to be on TV in the 2010s called Greek. You ever hear of Greek? Yes, I think so. Okay, it's it's just a comfort watch show. Not even comfort watch. It's just something that go down goes down easy. But uh, yeah, it's about people who are in the Greek system at some yeah college. Not a documentary, but I'm curious just, about this documentary though. Yeah, that shows just like a full on like drama show, right? Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, light drama. Yeah, got it. Okay. Bama Rush has a four out. Wait. <laughs> As a four out of ten on Rotten on IMDb is a four out of ten, but on Rotten Tomatoes it's a hundred percent. It's because it has five reviews. That's it, <laughs> which is the minimum to get a tomato meter score is five. <laughs> so it has the bare minimum amount of reviews, 
and they okay. all said positive. It has a 10% audience score. I think maybe that's more realistic. Ooh, no. Ooh, and that maybe is 100 plus. This. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. I mean, how can you rate a documentary, right? Like, yeah. I guess it's just the editing, right? Yeah, it's the yeah the content, the editing, yeah, what interviews you chose to include, and yeah, which I guess is editing, but the the cinematography, the style, mm-hmm. you can do it. Okay, okay, okay. Have we ever done a documentary on this show? Yeah, we did the Justin Bieber one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know, technically, we did the what we the did Icons on Earth. Yeah, yeah last week. Icons on Earth. <laughs> That is a documentary. All right. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch more? I I started the Marvel one, and at least no, the first, not yet. The first episode was pretty interesting, just to hear that, like, yeah, how Stanley got involved and how how it came to be that like five different companies own different rights to oh, different characters and stuff. So so it is starting at like the beginning of film rights for Marvel. Is that so, yeah, the first episode is that, but then they allude to the next episode is like, and now here's Kevin Feige and here's oh, okay. how they kick off, you know, the phase zero MCU. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah I would definitely I, watch that. I liked the first episode. It was pretty good. It was interesting to hear all that. Cool. And, and they, they played uh, clips of that 1994 Fantastic Four movie we were talking about. <laughs> Okay, the the one that the narrator yeah. of the show is from? Mr. Culp. They, they have to, right? Yeah, God. contractually obligated. He's only doing it if they agree to play some of that. Is he a talking head, too, because they highlight it? Uh, I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. Which it's I think too, is good. too ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird thing to have the narrator like cut to himself. It was very jarring in the Fast and Furious one. Yeah, uh, especially because of his, like pretty not great narrator voice and then cuts to him oh. talking normally and is like oh you are really trying they're gonna say because of his pretty not very good looking face <laughs> they're gonna be real mean no he's <laughs> a good looking guy he even says yeah. he's got a face that we care about we care when That's he dies right. we care when he gets killed in every movie yeah what a career well that's all i got for playing I think it's time to bring in this podcast for a nice, safe landing. What do you think? Uh, no, no. CJ. No, they landed safely, see? Oh, okay. That sounded very aggressive. <laughs> He's showing off. Okay. Uh, what do we got to plug, Siege? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. You can use the search bar, see if we've done a, a favorite movie of yours. Email us like actor Wayne Knight did at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, oh, no, they're here. They're flying in on a jet. Fancy, like Tom Cruise? Uh, it's a it's a Learjet, which is why it's so quiet. So that's why you can't hear it. Uh, they're stepping out of the Learjet to leer at me. To remind me to remind nice. you, if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review. Reviews are to help people find this podcast. Also, we spend enough money on advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and they're taking off vertically. Is that something Learjet does? I don't know. Uh, And they're gone. Okay. And as we say at the end of every single episode, plane. (laughs) Great. God. Dumb title. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Steve. Music by Justin Peters. 
logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. I should have taken out points for the title. I didn't even think to do that. <laughs> oh, well. Too late. Too late. <laughs>